everyone, and welcome to Animal Wise, the podcast where from playful to profound, we bring animal wisdom to your world. I'm Lauren McCall, based in the United Kingdom. I'm a podcaster, author, teacher, and founder of the Lauren McCall Animal Communication Academy. And I'm Bertha Eddington, also a podcaster, digital marketing professional, and animal lover. And I'm based in beautiful San Diego, mm. California. Yeah. Sunshine. Yeah, <laughs> sunshine today, rainy yesterday, but you know, mm. oh well, boo, woo, woo. But woe is me, we get rain twice a month and we're um, flooded. But I, I have <laughs> to say, I love the subject that we are talking about today. Um, it reminds me of the expression that we, uh, we often use, and I think there was even a movie called this, It's Your Golden Years. Oh, mm-hmm. no, it was on Golden Pond, but the same theory, the golden uh-huh. years. And I, I particularly like, as you have taught me, that it is a concept that is recognized by both animals and humans. So, Lauren, mm-hmm. can you please tell us a little about it? Yes, I would love to. I would like to introduce um, what I think is a really delightful concept that some animals call golden time. Now, not all animals use the exact words golden time, but the concept seems to be one that they're all well aware of. Now, essentially, golden time is a period when the animal's life work is finished and the animal is free to relax and enjoy whatever time remains in his or her life. So I kind of like to think of it as a time of spiritual and physical retirement. (laughs) Well, as I mentioned, the term your golden years has been around for a while, um, at least in the States. In fact, it was invented in America in 1959 for hmm. the first large-scale retirement community, identifying them as a place for people who were considered, quote, too old to work but too young to die, unquote, <laughs> um, to have fun in their golden years. It was, you know, the advertising promotion. Right. And of course, these days, we, we see people working well after a typical retirement time. But I like to think of that as the golden wisdom years. I think the golden years still apply, at least in my mind, where once you get to a certain age, you work to contribute back to the greater good. That's how I like to view it. Mm-hmm. Um, however, we do see that wisdom doesn't always come with age. Uh, yeah, sad but true. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it is interesting, I think, that many animals, like many humans, reach a time when their main purpose in life has been completed, and they allow themselves to simply be and enjoy the pleasures of life, whatever that means to them. So what I'd like to do today is to share with you three short passages of different animals, all talking about golden time. Now, all of these passages were taken from longer communications, so we're kind of dipping in and out here. The first passage that I'd like to share with you is actually a Dutch cat named Gnome. And I'm speaking to Gnome on behalf of his person. And I asked Gnome, is there anything that you would like to tell us? Gnome replied, Oh, 
so much to say. But you know it all. I love you. I always will. Mm. It is not my time yet, but perhaps soon. Now is the golden time when we harvest together and enjoy all of the work we made in this life together. It is a beautiful time. Be happy. I, I love that concept of harvesting and enjoying the fruits of our life work. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I for one believe that we are here for a purpose and to learn lessons. And it's nice to think that at one point, having learned those lessons, we can just take time to relax and, and be and be content and happy with everything around us. Yes, and I, I agree with you completely. I also find that very reassuring. Uh, particularly since I get older, <laughs> and um, and I, and it actually, you know, I do think that it can be um, a life purpose retirement, as well as maybe a physically stop working at your job sort of retirement. I don't think they're necessarily the same things. In other words, you can have a life goal or a life life purpose that's different, perhaps than the, than the you know how you earn your living. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense to me. So yeah, that you have achieved your life purpose. So that's your golden time, whether you continue to move forward or not, mm -hmm. um, you know, professionally or, or personally. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Thanks for clarifying that. Um, so I, I hate to think of those, you know, those Italian grandmas that of the old days when in my youth, when, you know, they would turn a certain age and of course they were always bustling around, but they were done, you know, they wore black and they were, they oh, were yeah. done, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I, I don't think any of us feel that way now at any time. So mm -hmm. sorry, quick sidebar there. <laughs> so what else do you have for us <laughs> about golden time? Uh, okay, well, the second excerpt is from a conversation I had with an Icelandic, Icelandic horse named Biatur. And I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, if any of you have ever been to Iceland, um, their names are very difficult to pronounce, so I'm doing my best. <laughs> um, Biatur talked to me about uh, conversations that he would have with himself you know, like in the same way that people often talk to themselves in their head. You know, we talk to ourselves, some people talk out loud, some people talk to themselves in their head. And it turns out that at least some animals talk to themselves in their head too. And so I, I asked this horse about it. Now, one thing, Biatur does mention going home. He says going home. And our regular listeners will know that when animals die, they often refer to it as going home. So I asked Biatur, so what do you, what do you talk to yourself about? Biatur replied, sometimes I just reflect on my environment and smells. Sometimes I think about deeper things. I reflect on my life. What I have done and not done? Is there anything left for me to do? I asked, Is there anything left for you to do? Biatur said, Not really. I'm in the golden space between completing your life's work and going home. It is like a grace period where you can just relax, enjoy, 
and basically bask in your time on earth without responsibility. This is a sweet time, he said. Hmm. That that's so beautiful. It, it's so mm-hmm. beautiful to think about. And for me, I, I I don't as I relate to it. I don't think I'm quite there, but I do know that the way I relate to it is that every day that goes by in my life, I realize I have more and more to be grateful for, and just on a mm-hmm. huge scope. And maybe that's a type of golden time, or at least a precursor to it. You know, I I think that's a really nice way to look at it, Bertha. I think so. I mean. It's sort of like you're taking stock as you go along, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the last conversational snippet that I'd like to share with everyone uh, comes from Terry. Terry was a dog who lived in a Canadian coastal city, and she had a chance to view beautiful sunsets from her house. And she used that experience to reflect on her own end of life. And I'm speaking to Terry on behalf of her human. I said, you are an amazing being. You are so bright and full of life. Mischievous, too. Terry said, well, I would never want to be boring. (laughs) I said, never. And I'm doing my best to keep you comfortable. Is there anything that you need or want? Terry replied, No, I'm just enjoying this last bit of time. It's that golden time in my life. The sun is setting, and there are the final beautiful rays of colors to be enjoyed at the end of the day. Nothing to be done. The day is over, and all that remains is to reflect on the wonder of it all. I said, my, that's lovely. I have had other animals speak to me about golden time, but never so eloquently. Terry replied, that's me, eloquent. (laughs) I said, yes, and so modest, too. (laughs) Terry said, at this stage, why bother with modesty? And I really want to express what I am feeling to you. It is profound peace and contentment and satisfaction of a job well done. I'm glad I could share this feeling with you after a lifetime together. Thank you, I said to Terry. It has certainly been a beautiful life together. Hmm. That's lovely. And I just love the idea of golden time. The way the animals talk about it conjures up feelings of of sunsets and peaceful times, serenity and contentment. Mm -hmm. Um, I encourage you you animal lovers to explore this concept on your own with your older animals. I I know it's painful to see them getting older, but the the concept of the golden years and them being home maybe Mm -hmm. can make you both feel more at peace right now. I I think that's a lovely piece of advice, Bertha, for sure. And, you know, I've spoken to many animals who feel or felt that, you know, really they're the hub around which the family love energy flowed, you know, that and that that peaceful golden time feeling can radiate out from that. Ah, I love that image. And I I think I believe it's true. Mm -hmm. Me too. 
So listeners, um, you will know that we are featuring uh, something special this season called Our Story. And right now, we would like to share a story from one of our listeners, Debbie. Um, You've heard us talk about the Our Story feature, and Debbie sent us a voice recording uh, talking to us about her horse, Bay. Yay! Wonderful! Thank you so much, Debbie, for kicking Mm. off this fun sharing. Hi, my name is Debbie, and I'd like to share my connection with my horse, Bay. I've had many horses, but Bay is what I call my heart horse. He became my horse when I was in high school, and he was there for me through so many life challenges. I talked to him and we went on lots of rides where we could just be together and you know enjoy our connection. And one day when he was 14 years old, he became seriously ill. My vets did all they could for him, but he died. I was devastated. I also felt horrible guilt that I hadn't taken care of him well enough. And this haunted me for so many, many years. I'm sorry I didn't know Lauren then. It would have been a good idea to ask her to talk to him. Uh, But with the suggestion and support of a friend, I decided to do a meditation and meet with him. Now, I was terrified. I know it doesn't make much sense now, but I was worried that he would blame me for letting him die. So with all my courage, um, I'm sitting on a log near a meadow and a beautiful forest, and I asked him to come. And before I knew it, he was right there. He looked so happy, and he said, What took you so long? Let's go. And I jumped on his back. And we galloped across the meadow and into the forest where we enjoyed time together in the trees. And it was just such a wonderful feeling and connection. And I still feel him with me all the time. All I have to do is think about him and I can, I can feel him right next to me. And I can't believe I waited so long to rekindle this amazing relationship. That was just great. Thanks, Debbie, for sharing your story. We hope it inspires others to share their stories, too. Your story might be silly, funny, happy, or sad. As long as it is meaningful to you, don't be shy. Just listen in to our podcast called Our Story or look on the Facebook Animal Wise podcast page for Our Story instructions and send us your story. We all have so much to share, and we all love our animals so much. Let's share that as part of the way we heal the world today. Thanks, everyone, and bye for now. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and do tell your friends and family about us. Talk to you next time. 